stronger than the waves that crash in the ocean Who is like our God? Brighter than the sun he set into motion Higher, higher, we lift your name up Higher than any other your name above all names we lift your name up welcome to grace in 30 on werlp arlington 96.7 fm this is ed mellick and i'm joined by my co-host sal Dietry. sal you excited about tonight's program ed tonight's guest grew up in northern ireland and was an early member of the experimental irish folk rock band known as rend collective He's toured with folks like Chris Tomlin. We play his Grace is Enough a lot on this show. And folks like Kerry Job. He left the group five years ago to become the worship leader at Holy Trinity Church in McLean, Virginia. Will's here to share his story about why he's made this transition, about his life's journey, and share some great music with us tonight. And, and what a great mix for tonight, huh, Ed? Absolutely. Will, welcome to Grace in 30. Guys, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is great. Yep, Will's got his guitar here, and he's going to do some uh, singing and uh, strumming, and so we're looking forward to that. I thought I'd kick it off, though, talk a little bit about your early life and kind of how you came to your higher purpose with music. You grew up in a missionary house with missionary parents. Yeah. Uh, they actually were in the Amazon for eight years That's right. uh, just That's before right. you were born. And you, you told me that while your parents were great, you, you didn't really start to take your faith seriously until you met your future wife. I know all of us, when we met our wives, that made a profound impact on us. Tell us a little bit about that, what happened. Yeah, so I'd, uh, like you said, I'd grown up in a Christian home, uh, kind of taken to Sunday school, went to church every Sunday, and, uh, you know, was involved in youth groups, stuff like that. But it wasn't really until I was about 17 uh, that I met my wife, Bridget. We'd actually met at a wedding in Ireland. And uh, that things started to kind of turn at that point. Um, I'd met some friends at that point as well who were just taking that all a bit more seriously of what it really meant to, to follow after Jesus. And and so it was a bit of a, a turning point for me. Um, to be honest, I think once I'd met Bridget, I just kind of felt like, you know, I wanted to be a better person as well and felt like I need to sort some things out here. Um, but it was, in, it was just interesting growing up to that point for, you know, people looking in from the outside. They probably would have thought, well, you know, this guy, he's going to church and he's playing a youth band and all that kind of stuff. But actually, my heart was uh, was quite far from the Lord, really. And I didn't really have any sort of relationship with him up until that point. Yeah, you mentioned um, you're reading a book right now, I think, right, about the prodigal son. That's right, yeah, and, by Ani Nguyen. And about yeah. his brother, and you made the analogy that you're, you you don't have a sensational story like some of the prodigals we brought on this program, but that, that as you said, you were just as far away your heart from God as, as the prodigal was, Yeah, and and that's a dangerous place to be. It is. I mean, it's, it's interesting to think that. It was really helpful for me to see that that story was really about two brothers and not just one. Uh, that there was the older brother as well and that, you know, in the end his heart was as far away as his younger brother was, you know, to the father. And in the end they both needed to come back, um, you know, to the father. And so I, I think I relate to the elder brother in that sense, you know. Um, you feel like maybe you're doing all the right things and you're going to church and, 
you know, you're going to prayer meetings and you're playing in worship bands and stuff like that, but your heart can still be far from the Lord, even though you seem to be doing all the right things. So tell us about how you got involved with the uh, Rend Collective, and, and then maybe you can play a song for us uh, after you give us a little background. Sure, yeah. They um, they just bribed me to, to play with them, so <laughs> that was how it worked. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I actually grew up with the guys. Uh, we all grew up within about five, ten minutes of one another. Uh, Gareth, who leads the band, uh, had invited me to play in a youth band when I was around 15, and uh, so I got to know him there. Um, I was involved in a student gathering that Gareth started called Rand uh, when I was in college. Uh, Chris, who leads, uh, he's the lead singer in the band now. Uh, both him and I, we led worship at that student gathering. And um, and then the time came for me, I actually moved on and, and left for the States. By that time, I'd met Bridget and I moved to the United States. Uh, they started recording some things, um, some new songs, some old songs uh, that we'd kind of worked on. Uh, long story short, the band released two EPs, got signed by a kind of major record label. And uh, at that point, we were invited to move back from the US to Ireland and uh, kind of start this adventure, adventure with the Rank Collective guys. And you toured for a few years with them. We did, yeah. We toured for three years with them and just had the best of times and saw the Lord do some amazing things and open amazing doors. And yeah, that was the beginning of what's been an amazing journey for Bridget and I and, and continues to be an amazing journey for the band to this day. So It's funny, I read in an article that Chris, the, the, one of the founders, that he was passionately opposed to, to Christianity, mm. and that uh, reading of the book of Revelation changed that, and that sort of sparked uh, really the passion that characterized that band and, and your music. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing to see, you know, them, they've, you know, kind of grown to a place of influence and playing bigger venues and more people listening to them and following them. But it feels like their heart is still toward the Lord. And um, their new album actually uh, is all about the gospel and the good news and proclaiming that. And it's just great to see that. Well, tell us a little bit about your, your music and, you know, what inspires you. And then, you know, man, take it off and, and let's hear some music. Let's hear some tunes. Sure. So this year we're, uh, so I'm part of uh, HTC Music, uh, part of uh it's a, a branch of Holy Trinity Church in McLean, Virginia. I'm a worship pastor there. And um, BHGC Music has been around for a few years, but we're kind of a st- more establishing it now. We're building a studio on site. And one of our first projects that we're going to be recording is um, a solo project of mine with just some uh, solo material. Uh, and this song that I'm going to play for you is um, the title track. It's called Sacred Seas, and it, it kind of looks back on that moment of, of transition, you know, when I met Bridget, and I used to go out to this uh, area, I used to live beside, beside the ocean, and you go out and kind of look out in the Irish Sea and um, just start thinking about what it meant to really trust my life to the Lord and to follow after him. So the song's called Sacred Seas. Are you going to sing backing vocals on this, Ed? <laughs> I might. Okay, we'll see what happens. So sacred seas. Dreaming of an ocean view by the water's edge with no plans but to quiet my voice. 
just to hear your whispers Dreaming of a time I knew A canvas as bare as my heart was to you Trust in your hand to form my future And there I would pour out my heart to you And I'd hear you reply in the way you do These were sacred seas These were sacred seas For you and me Looking out upon the waves I find a great comfort in knowing my faith Rested on one who parts the oceans For if you could make the tides obey and form every creature that's under the waves Then surely my life was secure in your hands Your hands And there I would pour out my heart to you And I'd hear you reply in the way you do these were sacred seas these were sacred seas these were sacred seas for you and me you and me plans but to quiet my voice to hear your whispers oh that was outstanding oh man that's great let me ask you yeah who are some of the folks who, that you've looked up to in your music career because you've got a lot of different just a great sound it reminds mm. you of so many people but you know your music spans a little bit of uh, different genres of music as well. Who, who are some folks you've looked up to in your in your career? Um, well, I mean, in terms of the worship side of things, uh, being I mean, a worship leader is kind of my job. People like Matt Redman, and this is not just like musically and in terms of songwriting, but also in terms of heart and theology and teaching. Uh, but Matt Redman and Tim Hughes, and um, but then otherwise, I mean, my my influences span quite a bit uh, between. 
uh, Coldplay and um, bands like Death Cab for Cutie and other bands, Future of Forestry and, um, you know, so there's a lot of different kind of things in there. And then classical music. I'm a big fan of classical music as well. So, Yeah, you guys did a concert uh, at someone's home, at Jamie's home, the pastor yes, of the right. church, and it That's was right. you. And you got an incredible staff that's talented. I mean, you're the music guy, and you've got guys that are graphics guys and doing other roles, and they all yeah. play instruments. They all sing well. Yes. And that concert was really good, and you and I originally met at the Museum of the Bible. That's right. We, I, I came down there, and you were there with Alex, and mm-hmm. you know, three, four, five of us would get together and sing and pray on a Sunday yeah, once a, a month. Such a privilege. And I just remember thinking, God, these guys are really good. I really enjoyed the purity of the sound. And um, and, and and just to mention to the audience here, the listeners, uh, the first and the third Tuesday of every month, mm-hmm. uh, HTC meets and, and they do worship at uh, the uh, Mosaic, the Angelica Theater it is. That's I, right, yeah. Yeah, r- outstanding. I, go, I try to really make it there every first and, and third Tuesday because it's just... It's mainly music and just chilling, and there's a short message and just some good fellowship. So, yeah, uh, yeah. but but you guys are really talented and good. Really enjoyed that, and you did a Coldplay number when you uh, performed at the house. That's right. And, yes. Uh, yeah, do you have your own album? I mean, do you have your own work that you've produced that so, folks can follow? Yeah. So we have we've released a couple of albums through um, HTC Music. One, Everything We Have Is Yours, and the other is a family worship album called I Will Follow. Uh, both of those are available on iTunes. Um, and then, like I said, I'm going to be uh, kind of recording this solo project, Sacred Seas, um, this year. So hopefully that'll be out maybe early summer. And you've got some more tunes for us. You've got some more. Well, I could do one more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well let's, we, let, let me ask you something. I, sure. Uh, I, I just wanted to note that the, the, the I Will Follow album, one of the songs from that is what we opened with. And we're going to finish off with a song from the Everything uh, We Have Is Yours album at the end of the program. So oh, we're going to squeeze uh, three songs out. We're going to get as much out of this as, possible. as we can. Let me ask you, uh, you know, how did you reach a point where you decided to leave the band, uh, you know, come to Northern Virginia and join Holy Trinity Church? And the reason I ask you this is, you know, a lot of our guests come to some place in their life where they've got these skills and they just feel called. They feel the sort of urge to do something good. Yeah. And they make a transition. And, you know, you're no different in that respect. Mm. And and it's a lot of lessons we're trying to get on the air is, you know, whatever we're doing in, in our daily job, wherever we are in our car, you know, if there's something that's tugging at our heart to do it. Yeah. Right. Let's get on with it uh, yeah. before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right in terms of that sense of calling uh, with Ren Collective. It was such a privilege to be part of that um and yet towards the end of our time there i had this sense of being planted in a church like a local church and leading uh, you know leading a team there and it was actually matt redmond who had put um us in touch with jamie and his wife andy who were coming over and the timing just really worked out and we felt like the lord was really opening up that door and um, like Matt said at the at this at the start of that, he said, you know, there's something about being at the blueprint stage of something, and uh, that's exciting. And um, and so it was. It's been great to have been in from the beginning of that HGC journey and to see where it is today and what the Lord's doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, you know, maybe Ed, this is something for you and I to see if we can get their music uh, played on WERA. Yeah, absolutely. They're always looking for great, great music. So you, you said to me it during a conversation we had that brings God joy when we run in our lane. 
I mean, clearly you've got a musical gifting. You're running in that lane. Mm. What, what did you mean by that? Well, I, I think, I mean, just looking at it kind of logically, God um, has made each one of us. He's put particular things within us. So it, it certainly makes sense for us to submit to him. Uh, knowing that he knows exactly what we were designed for and what we were made for. And the more we resist him, um, I think the more frustrating actually life can be. And when we yield to him and trust him, um, kind of even looking to the cross and seeing that that's his heart for us and how much he loves us, that we can trust him and yield ourselves to him and, yeah, try and run in that lane, I guess. Um, Because at the end of the day, that's what I really want for my life, to be able to look back and for the Lord to truly say, just well done, good and yeah. faithful servant. Like, you were loyal to what I'd called you to do. You trusted me and you followed after me. Um, I think that's what, like, a full life is. That's what full life means um, when we're, you know, we find ourselves in that place. Well said. I mean, well, you've got some other tunes, another song for us here. Let's, yeah, so this one's actually on the Everything We Have is Yours album. It's called East West, and it kind of just outlines the gospel. Um, yeah, so this is called East West. You took the weight of my guilt on your shoulders carrying the cross that was mine to bear you came and emptied yourself of all but glory to lead me from my sin into your arms your arms as far as the east is from the west so far have you removed our sins as far as the east is from the west so far have you removed our sins from us you lived the life that our freedom demanded and died the death that would raise our hearts to life victorious you now stand our great defender our innocence you've won forevermore forevermore as far as the east is from the west so far have you removed our sins as far as the east is from the west so far have you removed our sins as far as the east is from the west so far have you removed our sins as far as the east is from the west so far have you removed our sins from us you're the hope of the world 
light of my soul You're the hope of the world Light of my soul As far as the east is from the west So far have you removed our sins As far as the east is from the west So far have you removed our sins from us. Uh, excellent once again. You mentioned when we talked about trying to create sort of a culture of, you know, musicianship and excellence at HTC and how central music is to the whole experience there to worship. Yeah. Can you describe that a little bit? Yeah, so Music serves a purpose, I guess, at our church, and I mean, in other churches, I know this is true as well, but it is a means by which we are able to express kind of response to the Lord. I mean, worship itself is a response to God for all that he is, for all that he's doing, for all that he's done. Um, so worship, we use music in that in that way, but it, it's also a means by which we communicate the stories of what God is doing within our community. Um a lot of the songs that we kind of write their roots are in conversations had at HTC, sermons preached at HTC, um, chats had over during an alpha course, you know, um, experiences that we've walked through, joys, sorrows. Uh, the songs have their roots in, in all of those things. And so music is a means by which we express uh, and communicate those stories. So I think music, that's how, you know, music is used at HTC, as wonderful a gift that it is. It seems like you, when I hear Chavez talk and some of the other people on staff, that you guys are always in that zone and, and writing and thinking mm. about how to how to inculcate these experiences and all in music yeah, and add to the whole worship service. Like I listened to the beginning of the album, it's almost like a call to, to service and, yeah. you know, we're heading to church and uh, just really making it more integrated with the services and what you do than most churches do. Yeah. Yeah, it's a privilege to for the leadership to have led in such a way that allows for creativity to really flow. You know, you can be going to the printer or whatever, and you bump into somebody and you just start talking about. Or we were um, making tea the other day, and I just brought my guitar, and then Chevis and I were trying to figure out uh, opening sequence of a song that we were working on. And you know, it's nice to have that environment. So how do people get the CDs? I mean, in this day and age where everybody, nobody pays for music, what do you guys do? <laughs> so these, uh, the two albums uh, that we have out there, you can buy them on iTunes. You can buy physical copies at our church location, um, 850 Balls Hill Road in McLean, Virginia. Um, we would love to see you. Uh, so you can buy physical copies there. Um, you can stream on Spotify, but if you really like it, just just buy it <laughs> just because actually the money just goes back into HTC music and what we're doing and what we're building so um, yeah we're a non-profit as a church so so I want to make sure we get in sooner than later just a you know whatever's on your heart a call to action do you want to challenge the listeners to, to do anything or think anything or see things in a certain way and is there anything just in general you want to share with people Sure. I, I mean, just what you were, you guys were talking about, even calling and, you know, running in your lane, it's such an important thing. Uh, I think I would invite listeners just to first look to the cross, because the cross communicates God's heart for humanity. 
um, if you feel like you're not sure whether you can trust him with your life, it just takes to look at the cross and just see the extent of his of his love for us. And and then on from that, um, you know, just submitting your life to him in that sense. He knows what true life looks like. Um, it's not like, a, you know, he's putting boundaries on us just to kill our joy or something. He wants to lead us into joy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I would invite, yeah, I'd invite people to do that. That's something I find. And are you all working on any new albums? You're working on anything that you know you're looking at over the next year, kind of to start moving in a direction or something that you all want to start, uh, you know, bringing out? For sure, yeah. So uh, the solo project will be kind of one of the first projects that we do in the studio, and then uh, kind of we've been writing songs for our community. We start, you know, singing on a Sunday morning. So I think we'll we'll venture into uh, recording some of those uh, more congregational worship songs. Again, just kind of songs we've been writing for for our own community at HTC. And what do you think about, you know, uh, music is such a way to bring people together. There's so much divisiveness right now, even in Northern Virginia in our country. I mean, any thoughts on how we could do that, you know, regionally or even at HTC to start, you know, whether it's through music or just getting people together to chat, start building bridges again in some way? Yeah, I think, you know... the gospel is a great place to begin with because the gospel is an inclusive message that um, draws everybody in and it's a message for everyone. So I think even having events whereby we're singing songs about the gospel and, and because everyone is welcome uh, at that point is a good point of being able to draw people in from all different backgrounds and um, perhaps beginning some some much needed conversations. Do you want to issue any call inviting people to HTC? Yeah, we would love to see you there. Uh, our services are 10 a.m., 5 p.m. on a Sunday. And uh, we would just love to see you. There's kind of free, delicious treats and co- good coffee and stuff, too. So, And bring your guitar or your drum or whatever you yeah, have. You know, yeah, come you could do in. that. Yeah. Yeah. But- You're undeserving. Well, I'm going to try to talk us out of here with a little bit of your music in the background from one of the albums. Um, we just can't thank you enough for joining us, Will. Thank you for and, having and, me. And for your heart, for for God, for the music that you create that sort of reveals Him and that draws us near to Him. Um, if listeners want to find out more about Holy Trinity Church, you can visit them on the web at htc.us. We'll also be posting information about their worship team albums on our website as well as the link to the uh, Rend Collective website, which has an outstanding video on the meaning of the gospel. That, that's a really good uh, animated video. A replay of the show can be found at the graceand30.com and wera.fm websites, and it also can be found at iTunes and Stitcher. And the show will re-air on WERALP this Sunday at 8.30 a.m. This is Ed and Sal signing off from Grace and 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Everybody have a great night and be sure to tune into Grace.